Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 15 of Utopia to Me with me, Chris Locke, your host. I'm happy to be your host. Hey, don't even ask. I'm happy to be your host. I think it's so nice how smooth we're just cruising along collecting these episodes and having super fun guests over and telling us about their utopian worlds and much, much more. Speaking of uh, much, much more, I'm going to start off this uh, podcast by saying what's up to the Toronto Raptors. Thanks so much for making this onslaught of winter that is coming towards us so much more enjoyable with how good you're playing. Best in the East. Take that. Keep playing like that, please. Lou, keep hitting them threes. Kyle Lowry, keep body checking everybody, you little bumblebee. And uh, that's, I just wanted to get that off my chest. Um, Your guest just left, um, so I'm doing the intro now because I'm psyched to get it up online. Really cool dude, really funny, uh, you know, world-traveling comedian, all right? Dave Merhaj, super awesome guy. There's a photograph of us. He took a photograph with me giving the thumbs up to the camera, all right? Who does that? Only cool dudes. So go online and find the picture, me and Dave Merhaj giving the thumbs up. He's the guest. Before we get going, though, um, this podcast had a lot of... We talk about his utopian world for sure, but then we get into a lot of different ideas about honesty and being honest with yourself and comedy and stuff and it's really fun he's got a really interesting point of view and for me to be honest for one moment before we continue i just want to say if there's any other podcasters listening out there honestly how do you how do you deal with a cat that keeps bothering you when you're trying to do a podcast okay bernadette my cat keeps the last few guests she comes in she causes a ruckus because it's getting winter outside she doesn't want to go outside it's too cold so now she hears me and my friends having fun doing a podcast. She busts her way through the door. She rings the little bell on her collar. She scratches at the window. Follow at Utopia to me and tweet at me and be like, look, this is how you deal with a cat professionally as a podcaster. See, I can hear her. She's coming down the hall. Just go, go uh, honestly, this is how you deal with a cat. And then tweet at me, at Utopia to me. But before you do that, clear your mind and dive into Dave Merhaj's world because it's such a treat and he's such an awesome uh, comedian and we had a lot of fun so here you go this is episode 15 dave mirage enjoy i did hear that one of the the bass guy from boys to men is not touring with them anymore he's out of the band yeah was that you, i did thought you hear about that yeah a while ago i saw a clip or a, a link that said that they he was one of the mem like one of the members you mean it's mm-hmm. not going yeah yeah now it's just the three of them yeah that's not that's not used to be four. <laughs> <laughs> i'm i that that wasn't cool i felt like really unsettled yeah i read an article and uh no real details they, they were just like eh i don't think so it's weird <laughs> He's a pain in the that? butt. <laughs> <laughs> I really want them to have a cold. This is he's a pain in the butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boys to men say <laughs> that other fourth guy, pain in butt. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, this is the beginning of episode 15 of Utopia to Me. And I'm hanging out with the very funny, well-traveled Dave Merhaj. Dave? Hello, sir. Hey, How thanks so much for coming to my couch. I um, um, wanted to a hundred percent. Yeah, I saw the I saw the link and I saw what the idea was about. Yeah, and I just remember reaching out. I was like, oh, I wanna, I wanna do this. Yeah, and I was like, I know. I was thankful that you said yeah. Fifteen episodes. It's been a lot of fun so far. Before we get started, for real though, let's. Can I talk about some of your accomplishments? 
Uh, yeah. Because honestly, yeah, stand-up for Canadian stand-up, no one does it like you. You forged out your own style. Oh, Just to you. say nice things before we start, yeah. so they know. Who they, <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody who listens, I'm for sure, for sure already is familiar. But just in case, forge out your own style for sure. Because I remember seeing you in the beginning, yeah. and I know seeing you now, and like super well traveled. I think people look up to you too as like um, how you work the road, right? Yeah, um, that's yeah. I yeah, that's all you did for like a few years, right? Yeah, I put myself out there, and then like went out as a middle. And did all like the. I just wanted to introduce myself to every promoter that's independent. Yeah. So I kind of that's the angle I I went at, and uh, I knew I would lose money, but then I just looked at it as like an investment for for the future. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's awesome. And yeah. I liked it. Like I I, I kind of like now. Like I you had no fixed address for a couple of years. I didn't have it? A fi- no. I didn't at all. I liked. I enjoyed the hotels and the drinking and the partying and like being around different women. That that was a phase. That that was a phase that I enjoyed thoroughly. It sounds like an important phase that a lot of young men should do yeah. around that time, <laughs> whether they're stand-ups or not. Oh, sorry. Sometimes my cat does come in here. Oh no, that's dope. So, guys listening, you if you've heard the other episodes, you know you might hear a bell ringing. It's Bernadette's caller. <laughs> yeah, but that's cool, man. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I'm into that. I was inspired because oh, I travel through yucks and stuff but also then i use that to jump off and do indie stuff like yeah. i think we were out in vancouver at the same time one time yeah and it's like kind of like just i i wanted to uh anyone that was doing shows like i was trying to just map it out where because I, I wasn't working with yuck yuck so anybody and then build those relationships yeah. so over the years you still have them and then i can help others i felt like if someone's like hey man i want to go out to the west coast like either if they're a u.s comic or canadian comic i'm like yeah, yeah take all these these uh these names down and then and then build yourself a tour it's stronger too because those people will book you as a headliner first like they'll promote yeah. you as the guy and it, and it made me like to be honest like out here i didn't really toronto can be a very like negative place sometimes and make you feel that there's no self-worth in your skill so for a while i kind of was like sad so now i went out to calgary and edmonton for the first time just the love that the comics gave me out there oh yeah gave me a sense of like oh man i am i do have talent that's you know cool. the city Maybe didn't I need to go out there soon it did it did like <laughs> it does a lot like i i have to give i always love calgary and i always go back to calgary and always uh i build a, such a strong bond with the comedians out there because they don't know that they instilled that like oh man like toronto has it that kind of yeah that um stank sometimes to make you feel that well, you're it's not, flooded with yeah especially guys trying to do stand-up yeah and like you know, they all, you, you want to stand apart from everybody. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a little competitive here. That's why everybody builds their little niches, like these support yeah. groups here. These, <laughs> these little crews, right? <laughs> little gangs. It's I cool guess. to have a gang of friends, but I, I think also, like, deep down sometimes it is a support group because <laughs> we're doing extremely... the weirdest thing ever. I have my support group. Uh, Me too. I think everyone, yeah. yeah. It's good, though. But then, like. I was talking about this with someone else, but Comedy Bar totally um, has, like, made it a giant support group over the last yeah. few years. Like, we all hang out there. We can all match up. It's not as, like, isolated anymore, which I think is getting better. Better. It, it's, yeah. I think it should be like that because, like, then you, um, like, there's comics that I enjoy and then I didn't know how to, you know, get to on their shows or how to meet them and stuff. They were yeah, in a different exactly. group. The Comedy Bar brings that all together. So there's, like... 
And I love that about that. And then I, I, you know, Gary and his partner, uh, they did an amazing job of doing that for the community. And it yeah. gave it like an indie, alty, I don't want to, maybe it's not a good word to use, vibe to yeah. it. That it's not this traditional comedy club. You could do different things. Oh, anything goes there. It's yeah. cool. Which is even more accepting. Exactly. Yeah. So nice. I'm psyched. And you were on MTV and uh, anything else like that coming up? Uh, I think there's a show. Uh, <laughs> oh, you don't want to I'm say. a crappy promoter. I'm a crappy promoter of it. It's called Too Much Information. Oh yeah, yeah. That um, that that is out. You're on that. Yeah, Kathleen th- wrote for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would see her. So I don't know if um, I don't know why I'm not promoting it properly. <laughs> <laughs> You're sh- not, Did you have fun on the show? I had a great time yeah. actually. Um, <laughs> they let me dress how I wanted to. That's um, nice. That was cool. And then uh, because the, I didn't want to dress uh, on their dress, dress shirts. So I yeah. tried to bring my own stuff in, which I did. So they were really nice. I it just seemed like they booked guests on style too. Like a, over, right? They had like a good flavory yeah. mix of guests. They had, yeah. It was I didn't fun. get on the show. And I'm telling you, you guys weren't here in my kitchen earlier, but we were talking about this. I probably didn't get on the show because of my uncle style. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, the, I think I got on because I'd work with the, I, I worked with uh, the, 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 some of the dudes on there, but yeah, I, I, I try not to put, because like when I was telling you in the kitchen, uh, MTV yeah, yeah. is like, I put too much pressure on myself, yeah. my physical appearance and my look, which yeah. I never honestly, man, I'll tell you the truth is like, um, b- before anything, I would be like, I liked snapback hats. I like the way I dressed. I like the way, yeah. and I accepted that. And then what happened was I would see sometimes people people make fun of me like, oh, you're wearing colored or tight pants. And then I would see them like months later wear it. Like, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. And I didn't really. And then at some point in the sense of rejection from TV, I, f- I started to build a narrative. And that's not even mine. That's a uh, comedian now. So again, we were chatting about it. He goes, you build narratives. That aren't really real. Uh, I got to talk to Niall. Then. Yeah, he's like, I got just, that big time because he was telling me. Um, uh, he goes, yeah, because I did absolute comedy in Ottawa. So you do two weeks, you host and you headline. Yeah. So I only headline. So Niall, uh, near the end of the week, I think yesterday, last last day, he goes, oh, why didn't you do the two weeks? I go, oh man, he only booked me as a for the headlining. So Niall goes, oh man, I thought. He goes, see, there you go. I just built a narrative in my head of of what I thought happened. And I thought what happened is that you were doing so good that you didn't need to host. And I go, no, I would have took the hosting for sure. I was like, he just didn't give it to me. When I called him and I asked for work, he just gave me headlining. So he built a narrative that uh, backpedaled into some, like, into some... Like negative, like you know what I mean. Make him, make him yeah, feel yeah. less of himself. When in reality, I don't know why MTV would. I wasn't a regular. Who cares? Yeah. The fact is, it it it, it really has nothing to do I, for me to jump to my looks. Yeah. And I sat on that, bro, for I'd say five, six months, seven months of drinking and like partying just to, to because I was sad. The most that's you know I was depressed because yeah. I thought that, and in reality, that was not the truth. That's so amazing because I. Uh, I forgot to bring this up in the kitchen because I just realized it now. But when I started getting work on Showtown on MTV and you were there too, hey, get down. <laughs> That's, <what I> <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. The people will never know. The cat's bothering us, guys. The cat almost knocked over the They won't the TV. know how quick that transition was too, man. That was too smooth. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. When I... <laughs> 
the cat almost knocked over the TV. But yeah, at MTV, I seriously thought, fucking, honestly, I'm not making this up. Dave Merhage is on this show. What am I going to look like? Because I think you were on the show, not just because of your talent, because you're stylish and cool. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to be this old man coming on the show being like, help me, children. <laughs> help me. Hey, I thought that I thought my style um, helped because I, I related to the so, – so like so if I met a kid that watched MTV, he had a snapback and, and clothes like me. Yeah, yeah. And I felt old, right? But then I was <laughs> like, okay, so I thought that was a, a thing for – like an in – but then in the yeah. end, it doesn't even matter. Like, it didn't even matter that it looked like... No, I, they just wanted people that were funny, I Yeah, guess. they did. Like, like, we're, like, we're building our own na- insecure our narratives. Own insecurities. And I would yeah. complain to my room... I would complain to my comedian friend, uh, Kevin Soldo. I'd be like, come yeah. on, man. I dress like... Like, I would just pop off. I'm like, I dress like the audience. Yeah, I, yeah. And in the end, it doesn't yeah. matter. And it's like when... Um, and they do. They're looking for funny people. They could be something. They just maybe... In reality, they were looking for... Um, uh, they were wanted a newer host, I guess. So they went with Grant, right. and then they were, where are they going to put me? You know what I mean? It was like yeah. it wouldn't be a five person thing. And I know I'm not a hosty type person. I just I know me, and it's stupid enough to believe that they like I, I'm neurotic, and I kind of on the show I would always derail. Well, like, I was pitching them ideas too. Like they weren't at first. They weren't asking me to come in all the time. I would contact them and be like, I have an idea. You know what I mean? So I was even being pushy with that. That's amazing because I, yeah. um, I, t- I think I knew that. And then a part yeah. of me was like, I, and that's where ego comes where I go, nah, man, I ain't going to give them. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's where, that's where that was my own stupidity. You're not going to give them all these great ideas for practically free. Like, yeah, I did. And then like I, <laughs> but I felt some type of way because it felt like a girl broke up with me. So I'm yeah, like, I can that's, that. that's what happened. I wasn't there for the transition. Yeah. That's, so I kind of like yeah. thought I, I built a relationship with everyone and I thought we were family. But again, yeah. that's my see with stand up, bro. If somebody rejects me, if I don't get into somewhere, I learned through Gavin Stevens told me that don't take it personal. Yeah. yeah. So I'm now if like a festival goes, oh, we don't want you. I go, OK, it's not me. Yeah. But with TV, that was my first experience. And it was like fast for me. And I was like, oh, my God, they don't like But in, in the reality is like it's just business. It's just business. And you probably get those thoughts like more and more um, throughout the years too when certain things don't go a way that you think you want them to at the time. And yeah, it's, it's all, but you'll still get those thoughts, but it's all about catching them and like editing them or like re. Yeah. And it, yeah. Well, stopping it. that narrative you're creating. I, before we, this okay. is a good foundation for your utopian world that we are going to build on this podcast but can i just say this one story did i say it to you or did i i didn't record it right about my show in waterloo we were just talking it's not on the podcast yet right i just want to say no it. i don't think you were record- recording okay this is like in the same sort of thing but talk about building your narrative uh me and uh mark little and nick flang and i just did a show in waterloo this weekend and i have this bit i do every now and then because i shave off my beard and i'm insecure about like looking older or whatever and you know bald head and all that shit so I have a joke about looking like a weird dad that, like, you know, if if the audience doesn't, I could tell they're not into me yet or, like, they're getting to know me. I'd say this joke about looking like a weird dad that, like, says he's painting the sailboat. But then you look out the window and I'm just snapping in the grass. And then you go, Mom, do you still love this guy? And then she goes, I love certain things about him from the past. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically the yeah, joke that's, that's awesome. and then after i say that everyone's on board because they get that i'm a goof but then so i was selling albums after the show and two girls came up at least one of them bought one but one of the girls goes it's funny you said that thing about being a weird looking like a weird dad because when you were going to the stage i we thought who is this someone's dad and then they laughed and i was like 
Yeah, and I was like, yeah, man, good, good one. You know what I mean? But they have no idea that even though I made a joke about it on stage, like, fuck you. That is digs deep. Yeah. Thing. But it's also. And then I look in the mirror for half an hour after like, fuck you to my face. Man, I do the same. <laughs> I do the same thing where I look at my bald head. Because it, and it, and but I have a bald head with fuzz. Like, man, I still do this. I look, I have glasses. I don't like, I don't look, I feel like I look like an accountant that's. You look like, like a cool accountant, man. It could be, but like that's with the clothes. <laughs> but like sometimes I feel like, and then I realize I'm like any woman that's like me, yeah, is like me for who I am. There's not, there's never barely, there's one. So why am I trying to change that now? I that's know. the type of guy I am. Yeah. I I'm not a guy who's like, like, because I've talked to du- dudes who are friends of mine that like that they're very good looking men and 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 certain. Who? <laughs> but certain women want them for a different reason. They would be yeah. like, "I want to," but then they yearn for the fat stuff that women want. Yeah, want, would want. Well, like and then a you're woman. standing beside your good-looking friend, like, see, that's all I'm saying. But also, <laughs> I want his life because a girl for me is going to want to build a relationship, maybe. So then yeah, wanna, exactly. But, but like, you, it's all. I always look at like when I saw Louis. I married the last girl that accepted me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hold on. Don't go it. anywhere, man. You 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 um you, you did a great job because yeah. like I'm, I don't have anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so somber. Keep I'm, working I on it. Lonely. I'm a bit older than you, I think. Yeah, I'm 30, it's, you got time. I got time. I think I'm not rushing it. I don't, yeah, I'm not. You got lots of time, man. I'm, you know, I made out with a girl on the weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. Okay, this has been a great. <laughs> this is like the longest. Just chill time before we get into it, but I like it. It's really nice. Are you feeling good about it? I'm feeling very so good far? about it. Good. You want some more? Oh, no, you got coffee. coffee. Um, so we're going to build your utopian world. We're just going to hang out. But I think that a lot of the stuff we're talking about will probably be a theme. It seems like it. But first of all, if you could imagine your utopian world, just environment-wise, before we get too heavy, yeah. what do you think the environment would look like? Um, me, I'm dumb when I, I'm going to ask you this and I'm like, am I stupid? Like, you mean like the weather? <laughs> it could be the weather. But like, you know, uh, we live in Canada with the evergreens, the forest. Uh, it could be like beach. It could be like desert. Be, it, I don't think you want to live in the desert. No, because, no, 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 no. I would, I would, I can't even survive when there's like uh, a bit of forest. You live with Anessa for a bit in LA. Yeah. Don't worry. If you listen to that podcast, she talks rings around me, like super psychology stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So don't worry about it. <laughs> It'd have to be, I'd, I'd want a certain area where there's like a street type mentality. So like yeah. where it's like boutiques and, and like coffee shops, that for sure. That's Maybe cool. like graffiti. I would need that. There would have to be a section of that. Like Ossington in Toronto? Yeah. So like it's yeah. almost like with like little like I guess bars with like, you know, like where you can have a pint or a, like stuff like that. I, I'd need that, like that kind of sense of nightlife and daylife. Yeah, yeah. And I would like a little, not too much forest. Because I don't trust myself. Um, yeah. I don't want to get too lost and then uh, have to fight a bit. Like, no, I'd probably get die. I know I would die. I would, <laughs> I would get. I would fall into some look like. I know I'd fall off a cliff, so I can't be too much. <laughs> no forest. I would no fall forest. off a cliff. <laughs> Just anything. Where, if it's too outdoorsy, because I'm not yeah. an outdoorsy type person. No, that's good. Most people, a lot of people so far, want this like 
wilderness sort of yeah, I don't, I don't, retreat. No. And you're like, no, keep it city. I can't busy. do too much to because then I'm like, I'm not like, I can enjoy a lake for 10 minutes. I'm like, that's great. And then I'm like, man, I need some shit. Like, I get it. Like, lakes make you calm, but I'm like, I can't be too calm. Then yeah. I start to be like, oh, God, like, I like it too much. My whole fear is wow. liking it and accepting it and being still. Like I, I when I when I was in LA, I, I would go to the beach and there was and I don't like that. Yeah. So they would like I would I tried. I was like I'm gonna go to the beach and then I went into the ocean and I don't know how to swim, but I like the wa- the way the water hit me. Yeah. And then I come out. I'm like I feel so calm and I hated that part of me. It was like wow. oh, man, I need angst. What am I doing here? I'm like, That's I- so interesting because you're probably known in Canada as the most hustlingest hustler of comedy yeah i didn't want to fall like you you don't want to turn yourself no, off because i would but, i would if i if i lived like in venice or something like that instead yeah. of smoking weed by the beach i would fall <laughs> yeah. off because then i'd be then it would all make sense to in me venice like, too in california is where you can see everyone that's fallen off exactly like i would be like <laughs> oh man am i like even though you're bald now <laughs> you'd, you'd get dread somehow <laughs> Dreams in a tracksuit, man. That's where I'm heading. Yeah. But I think I would make sense to me that this is all if I this is my fear. If I'm too much uh, like in still in stillness and like happiness, I'm like I might be like, man, I don't know if I should do all this hard work. Yeah. That's my fear, so I don't like too much of that. So the utopia would just be be like not that much um forced like getaway like type thing. Oh, and you then, want boutiques, you want a nice yeah. pint? But I'd have to have snow at least around Christmas. I'm, I need yeah. it. Like outside of that, I don't. I don't really care for snow. Well, you're, that much. you're originally from Windsor, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, and, and family and Christmas for me is very. Well, that's a, one thing I enjoy. Yeah, a lot. Um, so I would need snow because uh, it would be weird if it wasn't. So the seasons are still like seasons are. Yeah, winter. I, I I could kick you. You. I don't want that. And like I don't like. I I I'd like going right into summer. Yeah. I don't like this build up of this. You don't like, like spring. I think spring is a shitty. It's too uh, intro, like it's yeah. just the, it's too like it's the hype is done. I don't get it. Like I too like, much mud. Yeah, I just don't. <laughs> the mud is the worst, <laughs> and I, and I'm tired of like people going look look at the leaves changing. Like I'm too old, man. Like, like I get it. I've it's seen changed. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear another girl with mittens go. It's so amazing. I'm like, no it's shit. Like it, I don't. Yeah. Why are we doing this? We you just <laughs> yell. You see buds forming on <laughs> yeah. a tree, and you're just like, hurry up. Yeah, <laughs> get to summer so I can not go near yeah. a lake. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's basically a complicated. <laughs> I'm a city guy. I'm born in the city, man. I like yeah. the. See, I think my version of the wilderness is very romantic because I'm from the city. So I think of it. But yeah, it is different when you're actually out there. My brain is like, blah, 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 blah. It's, like it's like if I was with a girl I loved, I could tolerate a little bit more. That's the thing. But if like if you just got me like like it was just walking around, I'm like this is just when stupid. you fall in love, you will have drinks by a campfire. It'll be nice, big time, but not too much by of like I just have too much anxiety then i'm like what if the whole forest lights on fire just like my anxiety doesn't allow me to live in a perfect utopia you know people actually think about me uh, of me as like a hyper neurotic dude and i'm feeling really good right now <laughs> talking to you i love it dude i'm the worst i, I would feel like you and i are always like kind of making that eye contact like yeah we're crazy yeah like, like a- we know yeah, because I think we've seen each other on the street. Like, like I would, I just, I don't trust things. I don't, I don't trust any, a lot of things, man. I like Jesus. that boutiques, beers, chill zone. Yeah, exactly. Toronto. You could do Toronto. You could do whatever, New York. 
I don't like sitting with my mind too much, too. So if I'm in the wilderness, I could probably be like in a. But dis- are you going to move to LA or do you, would yeah, you do New York I, instead of New York? Uh, I did, yeah, I I would do LA because, like, again, it's like, it's weird. I like the, the, the palm trees and the sun I mean, gets me out of ruts. Right, right. So, like, New York, um, New York reminds me. New of York like, is a rut. It just reminds me of Toronto. So I know the yeah. last step is LA. So I was like, I don't want to invest. Right. A lot like, of those I'm already guys moving to LA. To, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's the reason for that. But I do, New York, I like visiting because, again, it's got that feel of griminess. It's yeah. not like as flaky or like, every, I don't know. I love going to comedy shows in New York and like the other comics that are from there or live there now. They show up, they've got bedhead, they're dirty, their clothes are dirty, they're wrinkled, they're just like, hey, like they live underground half the time, there's dust that blows off of their head when they do jokes, it's crazy. I've seen two friends come back from New York and they look like they were were wrangled, does that make sense? Yeah, it's ragged. Is it Kevin and Pavone? Kevin and Pavone. Yeah, yeah, totally. They always look like they could have, they're gypsies down there. I know exactly what you're talking about. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, last time I saw Pavone, he looked a little disheveled. He looks disheveled. Kevin looks healthy. Yeah, yeah, he starved himself. So I just, he, he, I was just with him uh, eating. Yeah. So I think, he, I think you're making him eat. Uh, well, <laughs> he ate fries, so he he does oh, one of those weird diets where he'll eat like something healthy, and then he'll he'll have he needs fries. Yeah, yeah, that's that type of guy. Okay, check this out. Nice environment. I I like it. How many people are in this world? Not a lot. I um, like that. I don't. I don't. I think. I think being like it's overrated. Um, so this urban sprawl is your oyster. How many people do you think? Ah, uh, um, man, I think maybe five hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> That's like less than a big theater gig. <laughs> I think we good. Uh, <laughs> would you still be doing stand up for these five hundred yeah, people? Yeah, I would like. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I think it's just like I think if we all knew what we were about and kept to ourselves and like yeah. divided, like if I knew, oh, that's what Jerry does, and then when I feel the need, I want to bring Jerry right. some new info. I could go hang out with so him. So you're the one. Are you the only stand-up here? Or do uh, they have any two. options? It's, it's me and a girl. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, very. Uh, and she's like a hipster type girl with glasses, nice. and then I fall in love with her like after you, a while then you go up north and i go up north so oh, it'd no. make all sense and then we'd have a kid and stuff like that i just don't like <laughs> meeting people man i don't like new yeah. people as much i was like i don't like um like i dated someone who's like just wanted to like everyone and yeah. it just made me puke inside it feels weird it's gross because it doesn't seem yeah. genuine to me i'm like you don't your capacity my brain like per day can only take certain amount of people i feel like where i'm like i care that much i'm like for you to tell me that you want to meet everybody and talk to them on the subway and the elevator i'm like you're hiding something you're shady to me you're creeping me out because you don't that care that much you can't log that in in your head you're not gonna it doesn't make any sense so uh, that's why my utopia would be a smaller amount to save to cut I want to cut the, those people out, like, you know, because we would send somebody coming in being too bouncy with their head and be like, what do you do? And you're like, get them out. They don't know about our town. <laughs> you phony. Well, yeah, get, get this. <laughs> what are you, a spy? Yeah, get out. You know Jerry likes to work by the shed. Like, that's what he does. Yeah, and yeah. It's. I, I think my dad told me that. He's like, you have too many friends. And then I didn't get it when I was younger. And then now I understand it. He goes, you yeah. don't need that many friends, man. And then yeah. I, it's make I don't mean to make it more bit, like horrible, but if I die, which I you know like I want if I was allowed to like at least look over my funeral, I'm like I want the whole I want people that like genuinely 
care to be there. I don't want no right. riffraff, some some guy who made me knew me twice. I don't need that in he, my life. Yeah. I just Someone want the people. You barely know taking selfies of them beside your <laughs> casket. <laughs> I don't want him on the small talk either. I don't want this asshole yeah. buy like a fucking like a biscuit going like, you know, I saw Dave one. I'm like, I don't need yeah. that. Get out of here. I so I, oh, I like that because yeah. inside of me, I have the anxiety where I want everyone to like me too, but I have to admit that I fucking can get into hating some people sometime, and I uh, like it. Do you, have you it's done, relaxing to ad- admit yeah. that someone's shitty to it's you. It's the best to be like, <laughs> fuck that person and their whole being. Uh, yeah. and I, but it also is like, have you ever, you've probably done this, is like, I wanted someone to like me. And then you get them to like you, and then you start hanging out with them. You're like, oh, this person sucks. <laughs> they suck. But then also, like, sometimes um, – I think I actually talked about this with Mark Ford in Portland because this is my second time doing Bridgetown this year, like earlier this year. Nice, man. Yeah, it's nice, but we have a nice rep here in Canada, right? And then when you go down there, you're sort of starting yeah. from scratch again. So then – you know, it was one of those situations where, like, people were only nice to me after they saw me perform. Yeah. And, uh, God, there's a part of me where I'm, like, uh, ashamed of myself when I'm, like, trying to talk to people that don't give a shit about me. Yeah, because I had to go through the same thing. I just came back from that from that land, and I remember they would they weren't even, they would be like, hey, what up, whatever. But then it's like, what, do I, what am I really getting out of it? Except for my own sort of sense of self-satisfaction but then you feel like a worm yeah being and, like hi you know yeah. what i mean like, and trust me man oh. i've been around i've been around people like that yeah, been yeah. around that snaky kind of like the, and i was admire i'd admired the fact of how they could keep being that awful yeah you could just move from human to human and fake getting to know that person or fake gathering knowledge of that person for the pure satisfaction of building whatever you're doing yeah fan base but the the material has to come first but you're right there is some sort of like overcompensating going on for some for something it has to be like deep like maybe father issues who knows it's like something (laughs) i don't want it's father issues it's father issues okay this is too real 500 people (laughs) (laughs) this could lead into too real (laughs) hey hug your father and get over Uh, it talk to your dad man don't bring it into a relationship yeah make a list of who's your true friend and hug your father uh okay so the environment's cool hip urban boutiques beers cool shit place to do a show jack is a carpenter or whatever there's 500 people what would your house be like where you live uh um i would want like a i don't know i was gonna say something like really like expensive like uh, kind of thing but i think it would be like lofty Mm. I like I like that like maybe like an open space and stuff. I feel there should be a basketball net in there. Nice, but I, not for me per se. Just like if everyone, if like I feel if the house gets boring, like if yeah. I have guests and they're like, uh, and I, I'm like, there's always that option of slam dunking. Yeah, and they could just turn around and play ball. I think that would be. I saw be it wicked. in a, a house, actually a loft. Can, can you dunk? I can't dunk, no. but if they lower the net, though, I could probably dunk yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I'd be an amazing dunker. Yeah, but I think I think that, and I, um, it'd be like I'd like bathrooms. That'd be that'd be a cool bathroom, like a, like more that I'd put into. What that. are you talking about? Like, like spacious, claw bathtub, or just spacious and stuff like that. Where where uh, a bidet maybe? I feel like this is like turning into like a rapper's MTV cribs. <laughs> <laughs> A bidet, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. A bidet. <laughs> I can live in a bidet. The house is made is a giant. Yeah, when bidet. a rapper finally makes it, they're like, "Yo, check this shit out, man! It cleans your butt." 
They're so <laughs> <laughs> I just did a bad. I just did Method Man's cribs. That's what I really? explained. No, I don't know. I feel I like love I'm to see Method Man's crib. I want to know. I I I want like a couple. I want paintings that I know about. Yeah, I want to go buy a painting that I don't know about. I want to know two paintings. But that, see, that's cool because you're talking about like rich like expensive culture but you're sort of just in a studio like basically you're not, you're not saying like oh mansion with like no, a helicopter no. on the roof it's more relaxing and like it would be like it'd be uh just a cool environment to hang out with. not stuffy i don't want to be stuffy i just i would want like uh girls to come by random girls you know what i'm saying we don't have to have sex sometimes just th- they'd feel it'd be cool yeah, and a constant out. flow of r&b music playing kind of thing Oh, did you say R&B? R&B, yeah. Okay, for a second I thought you said army. No, no. <laughs> I want two soldiers to be there every day playing, playing, playing like bad classical music. <laughs> yeah, R&B, you'd be like, check this out. The uh, fourth guy from Boys to Men is not in the band anymore. You have a Bulls shirt on right now. Do you love the Bulls? No, it's actually um, there. Oh. It's like it's called. No, it's a, a clothing line called No Bullshit. Oh, and, and they, then they use the Bulls. The, they put a band yeah, yeah. Uh, band on in the Bulls. But um, I think I, I've seen that before. You've yeah. got you, you've had other stuff by them, right? Yeah, it's like they do the Toronto hat. It's like a guy named Kyle. It's a Think Tank is the website, oh, but yeah. like he, um, yeah, I'm a Pistons Pistons man. Oh yeah, because of Windsor. Right? I grew up near Detroit. Oh, yeah, right. And I don't follow it that much anymore, but back in the uh, day, it was Detroit Pistons over everything. They're okay now. Yeah. Are you psyched about the Raptors right now? I think it's amazing for it's the crazy. city. Um, yeah. Uh, especially and stuff, but I, I I think it's awesome that they're... I played basketball in Windsor recently with the bonus, Natish, and... Uh, um, the guy that owns the query? Query? <laughs> yeah, comedy yeah. query, yeah. Have you done that? I did. I did. I did. The, He's insane. He's he's a character man. We kind of like, um, I don't I don't know. We don't I don't speak to him in essence. Oh, because of that, something he's insane. Something happened. I don't know. Like you don't have we, to say. Yeah, we weren't on. Um, we used to talk and stuff. But, no, but I did this show. He was like, "Let me show you uh, around the town, uh, just to cut you off for a sec, because I I want you to know that I know where you're coming from." Okay. He goes, "Let me show you around the town." We're like, "No, no, no." Yeah, you don't want to. He takes the the bonus and Natisha and I to a, the worst strip club in Windsor called Teasers. Oh yeah, Teasers. Zers. Yeah. We go in there. First thing that happens when we go in there, some weird moth flies onto my <laughs> neck and bites me. I was bitten or something oh by a moth, like a monster. <laughs> so don't worry. I know that things can be weird. You got there. bit by See, I wouldn't. I, I think want, it bit me. Something weird happened. And I, I was want like, no moths in my utopia. You should. <laughs> Especially if it's in teasers. That's the strip yeah. one that had a pool table that people would play pool yeah. over, I think, watching strippers. Oh, yeah, for sure. That was one of my first ones as a teen to go to. Yeah. As a youth. Oh, nice. I talked to a lady that um, told me to go to After Hours Club down the street, and that's when I started doing ecstasy. So she was not a good role model. Oh, really? Yeah, she was kind of – and I wanted to have Jeez, sex with her. She was older. So I saw her at this, at this after hours spot, and I was, was in love. Was she pretty, or were you attracted, or was it just because she you were uh, a kid? She was pretty. Yeah. She was pretty, and I was attracted to her. It was the first uh, stripper I ever fell in love with. So that's the... The first one? First one. There's I, been a few? There's been a few. There's one in Australia, Melbourne, that I fell in love with. I, I'm... Uh, I've already talked to you. I, I want to go to Melbourne so bad. It was. It was. Uh, this, See, you, you're not. You're, you've taken the the Canada. You've, you're turning into a world traveler with your comedy. That's amazing. Yeah, I feel very that that when I did that, it was. I felt really grateful. Like I was yeah. geek man. Like I legitimately. Sean Cullen. It was you and Sean Cullen. Sean Cullen um, and Morgan came 
yeah. with us, our, our agent, but it was something that I yeah. felt really accomplished. Sitting on that plane, man, I was like, damn, man, you could do this. Like, it was one of those moments. Like, we, yeah. I, I don't think we sit down enough and just really look at, like, what we've done. No. Like, in a sense of, like, one, we have a gift to go up and create, like, humor out of thin air. Not everyone like it, that's just crazy as it is, and then and then when you add other elements of a brutal room, like that's something that not an average person do. It's yeah. crazy. It sounds crazy. No, I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, it sounds crazy if someone told you like, "Hey, Chris, man, go in there and make those people who don't want to laugh laugh." You'd be like, "Yeah, you're you're a psycho." Like, yeah. If this wasn't attached to you as a dream, that is a very crazy thing. Yeah. To tell other people to do. No, we're weird for sure. Exactly. So it's like when we so we but it all, is a talented skill. Oh, extremely. So we always yeah. want to look at the other variables of getting something to be like but it's it's amazing like that i might have a mic in that house like a mic in that uh, that utopia the house oh yeah yeah like maybe like in the if so are you gonna let other people jump on or you just practice in front of the 500 (laughs) people no it's only other people (laughs) yeah and if somebody thinks that they're funny i'm like take it to the mic like i could have that option (laughs) like if a pedestrian gets too egotistical like i could be a comic i go can you and then i'd have like a, a chair set up like four chairs and like turn it into an audience just to test you so if you really think you got it i have a array you know of cool? things people know they're bombing when people start playing basketball <laughs> <laughs> right? Dude, that makes a lot of That'd sense be wicked. that people is like, wicked oh. <laughs> i think that it has to happen that's cool man uh i like it i think i just i did keep track that i distracted you from your story in windsor about doing the club if you want to say it Oh, I just did. uh, It was like I had to tell the moth story. That's my problem. No, that was real (laughs) funny, and especially that you because I was just talking. I just told another comic, Niall Sagan, about teasers because he's going to Windsor to do the festival. Oh yeah. So I I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So I I did his club, and it was cool. It's just I think it was fairly new his club. Yeah. But I I um I knew the guy that helped. That was the owner. He grew up with us, like as a kid, and it wasn't that bad. I like, like, I no, I had fun at the club. Yeah, but, I, but I, it's for me. It's like I grew up there, so my family comes out. Oh yeah, so it's just more or less. It's not even really. I'm doing comedy. I'm just. I'm from here. My, my parents family. don't come out, so I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's do something fun. What kind of music would be in this world? You said R and B all the time in the studio. Uh, when the, the girls studio, come over. Well, I would want that was kind of like I'd want rap a bit too. But I, yeah. I would say uh, for sure rap music. Like I'd really yeah. love like rap music, obviously. But also I'd have like indie rock. I'm really. I don't know much about indie rock, but then I'll, I'll someone will show me a band. Like now I like Vampire Weekend. Oh I really? Love Vampire Weekend. I love uh, Kings of Leon. Um, big. Uh, uh, just that I'd have to have that in the world like for yeah. driving for sure it'd well, be sometimes rap sometimes if you listen to indie rock and you're a huge rap guy indie rock is good to hear to remind you how good rap is yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean because then you're like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like I, it would have to be section, sectioned off the music in this world. It would be like if I'm on the lap sometimes during the day, I'll listen to Vampire Weekend. If I need to get motivated, listen to yeah. rap records in the car. Like it would be those three: R and B, indie rock, and rap would would yeah. have a big play into like into my the world that I live. I haven't I gotten into a guy recently. Uh, I've been all the guy all the new guys that I'm supposed to check out. I don't know. Is there anyone I should check out? Chris Robinson told me to. 
get Big Sean's latest uh, mixtape. I like that one. Uh, that's okay. the Detroit was his mixtape. Kendrick yeah. Lamar, man, if you really want. Like if well, it's yeah, for I heard that album a million times. Uh, J. Cole, anything J. Cole's putting out. But there's a guy named Logic. Uh, his okay. album's called Under Pressure. If you, if you, if you, it's, it's, it's rap, it's good beats, content. Logic. Yeah, and it's like, it's, it's not whack. It's like, there's a lot of substance there. Cool. And then there's another guy, Luke Christopher, Tomorrow, Tomorrow. And Tish told two. me about Sci High to Prince. Do you like him? Yeah. And yeah. then there's another guy from TDE, um, <clears throat> Isaiah Rashad. He's, he, he's a Kendrick's camp. He's really, he's really amazing. Oh, he is? Yeah. But he's not the original. No, he came in after him and a girl. Okay. Yeah, I, I would check him I'll out. I'll check big him time. out. And then even now I got into like uh, just like I'll, I'll, I'll flip flop. I'll go to R and B or I'll listen to to certain rock records. It's like weird. It's whatever mood. Like like again, like Vampire Weekend. Or yeah, I'll just jump into that kind of. Those and guys this, are all very like they. I haven't heard them that much, but they they remind me of maybe like really well off white kids with nice yeah. shirts. They and they, they they frequent France a lot. I feel. Oh yeah, their yeah. parents pay for their trips to go to France. Well, they probably did it at the beginning for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's another guy, James Blake. Man, like he. I a like great, him a yeah, lot. Yeah, he's he, amazing. Nice shirts too. Yeah, that guy. I'm on board with James Blake. I I listen to a lot of. James Isn't it Blake. weird when you get into a musician, you're like, nice shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Childish Gambino's album is is awesome. Really? Yeah, man. Like, I don't. I like him more. I think I'm biased because I a comedian doing rap. I always like. I don't like his comedy as much as I like his rap, man. That's the thing. Okay. It's like he's a very talented rapper. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Uh, then I should check it out. It's because of the, the, the album's called Because of the Internet. So that's. Uh, oh yeah. I was very like, I like standoffish. That as well, and yeah. I kind of like friends were like, you That's should our narrative we build. Yeah, I'm so judgmental just because of my Dude, own bullshit. Talk to Niall about narrative. He's the <laughs> one that brought that up last night, and I was like, oh man, that solves 90% of probably my problems. Yeah, um, this girl I know um, about seven years ago or something, just, yeah, a while ago, um, realized how much I was dwelling on stuff, and she's like, anytime you get into these like weird ruts, just tell yourself... I'm fixating again. And that yeah. was sort of the same thing. I'm like, fuck. I'm fixating on yeah. this bullshit again. Then it just makes you realize that it's bullshit. It's all but dude, I did I do that. We're the same, man. I yeah. literally will fixate and then tell Kevin or a friend and they're like, dude, you're fixating. Just let it go. And yeah. then I'll let it go. And I'm like, that was so stupid. Yeah. So stupid. It had nothing like it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with anybody else too. It's just you being hard on yourself. Yeah. Ultimately, even if you're using another person as a scapegoat, whatever you're fixating on, it's not. It's about you. You're being mean to yourself. And there's a this uh, yeah, there's a guy, actor named <laughs> This is Al. not very funny or but what, I think it, people will be like, "Yeah, we're informative. You will relax." <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to this, you will relax after this. <laughs> you know who told me and then we could I don't mean to jam it uh, jam it up is like Al on the the show spun out told yeah, me yeah. he does a thing where he goes uh he has a uh, uh he painted it on his wall or a, a thing I thought it was dope so he wakes up to uh, have fun like kind of like like enjoy yourself that's, that's what intense. enjoy yourself <laughs> So but it's, it's right there on his wall. I think it's in his it's in his room. And then yeah. I thought about that. I go, yeah, like it just made sense. Where and I'm it's like, painted in like blood, and it's <laughs> <laughs> it's like an old lady that gets hit by a bus, <laughs> and it's like in the corner. But Have fun. I don't enjoy no, myself. No, that is good. No, you're right. 
Yeah. So now I'm I'm gonna adopt that. I'm gonna thank him. I thanked him already. I'm like, yeah, because because I'm like, man, I don't want to be this guy who's not enjoying himself. I'm like, it's just too whack. I would rather at least to have ninety percent of enjoying myself per day. It's funny you talk about being in the woods with someone you love. Kathleen and I went up to a cottage like about a month, two months ago, and. Is the end of the weekend, and it was like one of those things where you, a city person has to force themselves to relax and listen to all the thoughts in their brain and sort of organize them. Because in the city, we're allowed to be a mess, you know? And you're allowed to be in a mess in your phone, man. Yeah. You're just looking at status updates all day. Yeah, and That's I didn't it. get a good signal out there, and so it's just me in this tea and a nice warm sweater. Yeah. And I'm sitting out like on the hill looking at a lake and the woods and all that stuff, and she was inside for some reason. And then all of a sudden, like, I started talking to myself in my head. Like how you used to when you were a kid before you had all the distractions and everything. And all these nice things. And then she came outside and I stood up and I was like, hey, I've had a moment of clarity. (laughs) And then she was like, what? And I'm like, everything is good. Everything is going to be good. And she was like, okay. Like she had no idea. She had no idea what was happening. But it was so like out of nowhere for me. And it was like. Because I allowed myself to, instead of being distracted by phones and computers in the city and everything, I allowed myself to have these shitty dialogues. Yeah. But then my, but when you're just with your brain, it like starts cleaning it up for you. It's like, all right, all right, because you know, let's project to the future. Let's look at some other angles. You know what I mean? You're this world that like it's it's amazing that the, <laughs> the, the utopia is like you. There, I, sometimes I wake up, I go, what rules am I following? Like did uh, there was this world? There's no rules. There was no set rules. Why am I? Why? Why is like a level, a class? Oh, why is that? That has. I didn't create that. That's not mine. Like who says that's right? Who says all these things that that I've oh, been put in place before us is the correct way of like I'm gonna judge that guy based on their money or whatever? That's a stupid. It's dumb, and no one really questioned that. Everyone's just following it. Everyone's like, yeah, 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 that makes sense. And it's just a cycle of like everyone's just following it. And I'm like, we're. I could be a king. I could wake up and be like, I'm, I'm like, why do I have to always believe that? Like, I don't deserve these things. Like, you know, like I, I'm here. I deserve all these things. Yeah. I deserve to be this funny. I deserve to do this. I'm going to give myself that confidence because I deserve it. I'm not going to think of like, oh, am I offending anyone? Because fuck them. Yeah. This isn't my own. This is my world. There's no, I'm not, I don't, I'm not related to them in any sense. That Yeah. I, it's sort of like that person we were talking about earlier is like, Getting older and maybe wiser, you learn that you you don't need to get everybody's approval all the no. time. And if someone doesn't like you, it has nothing to do with you. Who gives a shit? It doesn't even matter. It's like if they're not like if, – if it's somebody that's close, close to me and they feel I disappointed them, then I'll take – I have to check that. Yeah, of course. Because it's like somebody I really care about. You care but about it's some, oh, Man, it's so weird. It's just like because it's only got me thinking of this like building uh, your own utopia. Yeah. And you can. You can, but so then, you're saying now you're using this format to say to the people listening, you can build your own utopia right now. Yeah, because nobody, nobody. It's like a self help seminar, and I hate um, like life coaches, but uh, uh, yeah, but you could probably be one with everything you've been through <laughs> and how you think. It is. I I, I like that rules thing because I'm actually working on a joke right now about like why do we have to wear a bathing suit when we go swimming. Yeah, you like, don't have know. Have you ever been skinny dipping? No, it's but the I, best, the best feeling probably ever. Feeling ever. I was just gonna. I'm finishing your sentence. Yeah, I was like, why do you have to? 
But it's just. A but it's, I think it's a symbol of a bigger, weird, unspoken rule is that we are ashamed of our bodies. Yeah. All this bullshit. But even like I'll wear like I remember wearing jogging pants during the like I'll wear jogging pants now. Like I like, but they're not jogging pants. They're like I guess stylish jogging pants. Be like, dude, you're wearing jogging pants. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Like I've just yeah. given. I'm like, the more I give up on on a again a rule that I don't know anything about, yeah. the more I enjoy myself. I go, man, this is cool. Like, why am I a p a p trying to get everyone on board? Yeah, I'm like I have to be on board first. I remember hearing an interview with Kyle Kinane, like when he moved from Chicago to uh, um, L.A. He just said, "Fuck it." And uh, didn't worry about what anybody else said. And that's when he grew the Kyle Kinane beard, which he's kind of... Yeah. So, you know, just, like, let himself go and just started being exactly who he was on stage. And I guess that's when it blew up. Oh, like, you mean, like, he got there? Like, what do you mean, let himself go? And it's well, like, just I like... mean, like, he wasn't, like... Yeah, he just grew the beard and said, fuck it. I'm going to dive into wholly being who I am. That's amazing. And it seems like that coincided with, like, him blowing up. You know what I'm saying? And do you feel like when you... Like, that's what I got from that Zach um, Galifianakis thing, that he let himself... Yeah, he's just wild. And man, he was going to give fun. a shit. Like, so it's like... But, yeah. That, that well, was, on my comedy album, there's, like, riffing and stuff. Not to compare myself to these greats, but... No, but you again. That's but I, 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 I found a spot in myself to be happy with. It. I was like, I want it to sound loose and fun because that's who I am. If you pay to come see me, and and you are like, uh, I, uh, not that you don't. We have, ended up talking about comedy anyway. We did, but, like, <laughs> but I, I don't. I, I'm not saying that you don't have confidence. But I'm like, you should walk in the shoes that you have. That you are like, you are a very funny, dude. That is not uh, um, um, a thing of like. That's fact. That's not even like breaking it down someone to be nice to you. That's are you talking pe- to me or are you talking to everyone listening? You. So it's like <laughs> fact, right? Yeah. And then you can't. And then sometimes we, because we're afraid of compliments, we might backpedal. We're like, yeah. oh, no, that is a fact. It's like the same way someone's an accountant or a marketing thing or a computer technician. They do shit. It's a fact that you're a funny person. Yeah. Now, as you Thanks. grow, you become funnier or you may less funnier. It doesn't matter. For the for fuck's sakes, you're funny. So you put your, so you're allowed to put yourself and put your chest out in these positions. And that should, you should never, ever forget that. No matter yeah. how any point you're at, if anyone's pushing you or trying to test you, you're like, I belong here because I'm fucking funny. And I can write a joke. I can perform it. I can riff. And if you want to test it, we can go toe to t- like whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah. So I feel that that's lacking sometimes, and especially in this city because we're so one, supportive. Of, one of the dopest nice. cities. Yeah. It's supportive, but... We have to have that, like, and I, like we have to walk that walk, man. Like, you don't um, have to be too arrogant, but it's just... Are you to- at that stage where, like, you don't care who... Like, uh, this, the last couple of years, I've realized I don't care who I go on after. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, the last three kinda... years, I'd say. Because I'm only me. Like, I, like, yeah. I, like I, when I went to L.A., I got a little bit rattled. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I got a little bit nervous. But yeah. then after a while, uh, after being out there for, like, three months, I go, Batman, I'm going to go up. Whoever they put in front of me, if yeah. I suck, I suck. I'm like, I could only be me. I know my strengths. Exactly. That's it. So I would only, like, I move my hands like, yeah, this is what I do, and that's about it. There's yeah. no way of trying anything different. And if people go, oh, man, he couldn't follow that. Well, I didn't. The fact is there. I'll come back again. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go get a job. Like, I, like this is it. I'm stuck. There's and enjoy people it. at a show, too. Like, even if Dane Cook 
rock to the house and then you go on after him or something. I saw that. Yeah, he was there. Like he'd be real? there. Yeah. People were able to go up at he, and do. What is thing. it? He's the store or something. He does or? the no, improv they, a lot. So yeah. he came in. I think I might have seen him a handful of times. But there was people after him. But that he way. rocks the house. You go on after him. There's still gonna be a handful of people who be like, I like that guy. Yeah, and it's, it's, a, shit. it's yeah, and it's just like it's all all building like in your own head, like how like just finding you that confidence that you've always had. Okay. Let's bring it back to this world, even though this is all good shit, too. And I feel like fans of yours and this podcast will actually enjoy everything we've been talking about. Um, I feel like, you know, Carolyn Sterling? Yeah, yeah. Just give a shout out to her. Hi, Carolyn. Hello, Carolyn. Uh, she's she, so lovely. She listens to every episode and gives me a hard time when I don't stick to the script. That's funny. <laughs> she would give you a hard time if you didn't stick to the script. She's actually one of the most loveliest ladies. Man. I know. She's so sweet. I know. Very, very sweet. There, this is mega shout out for you, Huge Carolyn. shout outs right now. You're on a go train right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell her about this until she finds it. Do you like movies? Yeah. What movies uh, would be like dominate this world? Um, Paid in Full. That's like a gangster movie for sure. I have a fixation with gangster movies. Uh, Paid in Full is about Queens drug dealers. I think it was Queens drug dealers. Mackay Pfeiffer's in it. Um, Cameron's in it. it. Yeah, it's named after the Eric B and Rakim song. I don't know. It was about the hype of I guess when um, rappers start to be influenced by gang. You gotta watch. It's I. I think it might be. Yeah, I've watched it a bunch. Uh, Requiem for a Dream. Um, oh man, that movie doesn't make you feel sick. It does. I can I can barely. I I watch it and I feel gross after. But it's but, cool. Uh, it's it, if yeah, it was like acting at its. It's amazing. Um, uh, Birdman. I just saw that. I think Isn't that, that amazing? it's amazing. That's got to be there. Yeah. Um, Dark Knight uh, for its uh, that that type of movie there. And romantic comedies. I'm a big. I love serendipity. I love all that romantic that has to be in this world. Wow, you're so for the the. Okay, the R, constant R&B in the studio, yeah. the nice bathroom for the ladies and everything. And you want a nice bathroom. Yeah. But you I, you mention the ladies a lot and the romantic comedies. You're yeah. a romantic at I heart. love falling in love. Um, uh, yeah. And then I'll get into a period where I hate all of that. But I truly... Well, the, falling in love makes you hate it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So I love the building. I love the, the flirtatious, the getting to know someone and building it building it up. And then just uh, the excitement that you both have. So that's, so when you watch like a romantic comedy, do you actually live vicariously through this couple? I, I, Cusack, man. John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Holding I'm, the ghetto up? Oh, man. I'm the one. Like <laughs> that's amazing. I that's love, really nice of you to admit. I don't. Yeah. I've never heard. Any... I think I could be like a guy who, in my head. I'm like, yeah, I could be this this like paid in full, like this tough dude. But yeah. in reality, I'm just a wimp, a softy, softy, a wimp, like, a softy. Yeah, I love falling in love. I love uh, all of that. I that's just cool. Love, love it all. Did you say this on the podcast or did you say it in the kitchen? I forget. You made out with a girl maybe recently. I made out, um, I think so, on the couch of uh, this weekend. I made out with a girl. The couch of this weekend. This, yeah. And it's <laughs> been a while because, like, I went through, I went in through Ottawa. A, well, yeah, I went through a breakup. So I couldn't really find the flow. I just couldn't do anything. I was just it like. It takes a while. It takes a while. So this is the first time I saw this girl. Uh, uh, her friend wants to be a comedian. So she was talking to me and another comic about doing yeah. it. And she would come in. She was a red. She was a redhead with green eyes eyes and like and like just curly hair and she'd come in and and dip like just talking and, yeah, leave. and yeah. i was just attracted i was like oh man she's awesome and then i'm like Ed, what, do we know each other we i feel we're familiar that was my idiot like hacky way i guess but i felt legitimately <laughs> that i've met her before because she said she knew a guy that i knew so then from there 
um, I go up to do the second show. And then I was like, upstairs, I was telling the comics, I'm like, man, I wish I had the courage to ask for her number. So then when, after the show's done, the, the John Milanos, who was on the show, a comic goes, I got a surprise for you. Goes down, brings me downstairs, and she left a note. Whoa. She was like, hello, my name is so-and-so. Here's my number. If you want to come hang out with us after, let me know. So I text her, and then we... Because I talk about loving tea a lot. So at the end of the night, we're all hanging out, dancing at this pizza place. They played music. We're in the booth. And she was like, do you want to um, She's like, "Do you want to go tea- for tea? I was like, oh, I'd love to. Is there vanilla? And she's like, yeah. And then we went back to her place. And uh, it was the first time in a while, man, that I had that sense of energy and, like, excitement. Because, like, after a breakup, as you know, you kind of just hit, like, a lull. And then it was the first, first time. Like, it was, like, a spark of, like, oh, I had the energy and I enjoyed doing it. Yeah. We didn't have sex. There was no condoms. I kept it responsible. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it was a super fun night. And, like, she was a lovely, lovely lady. That's Continues cool, to be a lovely, lovely lady. So, you look at this. How yeah. vulnerable are you usually to lots of, like, people that know you? As a stand-up, uh, do they know? Does do most of your fans know you're a big softie like this? They, I'm very open. But I don't care anymore, man. I'll just say, yeah. I say how it is. I'm it's a big good. Richard Pryor fan, so I try. I'm, I'd rather be vulnerable than any over anything. He's so. the one that made me want to do stand-up. Same here, man. He's yeah. the, he's the, like, and I just kind of get mad at like. Like, I'm like, ah, that's why I can't deal with fake people and fake comedy. Like, if you're not really in I it, know. it just bothers me. Because, like, you're just, one, you're being a fake human off stage, and then you're fake on stage. I'm like, it just grosses me out, but that's to each just to own. But, like, I do try, to, not try to be vulnerable. That's just how I am wired. Is like, my, my mom is, like, like very anxiety-ridden and, and open like that. My father is more of, like, like, a, like he's kind of, he'll open up, and it's very hard for him. So it's, like, back and forth. But yeah, yeah. I, I'd rather be, I'd rather you knew know who i am 100 percent, and i'm not ashamed anymore maybe it's age i was like i'm not ashamed if if, if, if this makes me look weak then that's fine because i know you're not that strong i know open and honest just makes time oh. move faster too like you get to you get to things faster and you're healthier because you're, yeah. you're hiding anything man right I'm just like i like to cry i cried the first week in november i'll admit that that's how it is i cried <laughs> Um, in my uh, gym gear, and um, yeah, that's what it is. I felt good and, on a treadmill or something. No, in the room. I'd even make it to the gym. It was too, Are you I was fucking too, serious? Yeah, I just like you have like these breakdowns sometimes, and I don't. In the room, you mean like a hotel room? I was staying at a friend's, and I just start crying. Uh, and hey, you need those. You need to like. You need to figure out that instead of hiding it. I need to cry so bad. I was thinking about that recently because I've. It's been in the, uh, in my chest for like months. And then this morning with the Ferguson stuff. Yeah. And I was walking around the city and I was like, fuck this. But instead of crying, I ate a hamburger. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I... (laughs) That's what I do. And can I say one more thing topical? Because this is... I like that some of these are a little bit time capsule-y too. But like, speaking about Richard Pryor and honesty and openness and all that. Man, all the stuff that's happening with Bill Cosby. To be honest, I, I don't get what people were saying about... Like, I'd go back and... I felt like it was my responsibility to listen to his albums. Shit, I never. I thought they were so boring. I'm not a big. I'm not a. I like. I. I honestly don't know if I listen to Cosby albums, bro. People are like, yeah, because he tells these really long stories yeah. that are car- kind of cartoony, which is okay, I guess. But it's never really like jokey, and then I, and that's he comes back to that type of person we're talking about too, where he's like so self righteous, right? Telling yeah. everyone how to be good all the time, and and that doesn't make sense. Because and then you, you find out he's like evil, a you got some dark shit, and you got yeah. some stuff in the closet. But it's I'm I, I, I again I'm a big prior fan, so I like that yeah. that vulnerability, that like excitement, that like you know he 
took his faults. He goes, man, I'm a crack. I did crack. And he told you. I, I was like, that's really – He's he was a real human, man. He was like Tupac. That's Tupac was prior, the same way. Well, the thing that always blew my mind was at the height of his like popularity, like millions of fans. Yeah. Probably the best stand-up at the time. He's like, you ever suck the faggot's dick? <laughs> And you're like, Whoa! yeah, he's a man. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, Bill Cosby would never, never say that, dude. I went to a, a strip joint in Toronto years ago with these girl, these two comedians, Nicole Arbor and Dini Demacos. They were going to a gay strip joint, like, uh, and they were like, "Do you want to come?" And I was like, "I don't know." And then in my head, you know? I'm like. Archie, uh, did you say? No, Dean, Deanie DeMarcos. Oh, Deanie yeah, DeMarcos okay, and sorry. Nicole Arbor. Oh, and nice I go, uh, I go, I don't know. And then in my head, I'm like, Pryor would do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I went yeah. down there and I just saw dick. Like, just <laughs> a lot of dick on stage. So but it was you like. Gotta, have you done it? Have you talked about it on stage? No, because it was, I was trying to be, I was, I was like hiding, I guess. I don't know why I was uh, hiding. Like, I was like, but then at one point there was like dick on the TV, like porn. And then the best part is like, man, you all right? The bartender. And I'm like, I don't know. I've never been here. And he goes, hey, he, I think he leaned in and he's like, look, I'm not, I'm not gay. But like, you know, make a lot of tips. Like, he just was so calm. And his dick was that. Like, there was just dick everywhere. <laughs> and the more thing, it was just like how I was influenced in my head. I was like, prior would have done. Like, that's what. Yeah. That's how he, like, it was just that. I was like, the story will come of this and, and, the, and the creativity from it. And I never found that. I don't really care. I wasn't I intrigued to watch the Cosby. Joke, but I think, like. The real joke is, is like when he's super horny when he was a kid and no one's around. Like he'd let the gay guy suck him <laughs> off or something. But it's like, yeah, man. It's like, he just would say anything, man. I think it's the most, I think it's like something. When I got robbed, yeah. I thought about, I watched uh, Richard Pryor ain't dead yet. It's a special. And then Whoopi Goldberg, I think, I or Jamie yeah. Foxx said that he left everything on stage. So when I got robbed by gunpoint and pistol whipped, I was like, oh man, they could have killed me. At the time, I didn't really know what kind of comedy I wanted to do, but I just knew I wanted to be me. So then that kind of um, – I remember the next day I went to a uh, coffee shop open mic and just said I got robbed and I felt good. So, I got, so it, yeah. it kind of like – those are the influences. Yeah, I did a few jokes. Uh, anyways, I like – we. it's so funny like everyone listening at, at home or wherever you are on the GO train, Carolyn, or in the yeah. gym or whatever, uh, on the airplane, whatever – we were in the kitchen. We were like, "Yeah, we like this uh, uh, topic of utopia because we don't talk about comedy." <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice. It's, it's actually a, a nice change to talk about comedy with you. It was really fun. Thank you. It's, but uh, we still have you. a bit yeah. more. If you want to build anything else, uh, you actually, in a way, you told like mentioned what relationships would be like. Just dating and falling in love all the time. I'd say. Oh, is that then? Uh, well, there's a bu- there's a bunch. I don't have to follow this. I'll follow. I like. I, 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 yeah. But it sounds like that's what it'd be like. It would talk be about relationships. Place a where you'd I'd want everyone to to fall in love, I guess. Like if you're watching romantic comedies all the time, you'd have to fall in love. Yeah, you so. can't watch them after you're already in love. You're like, fuck this. I'd have to be better <laughs> at relationships by the time I got to this utopia. Yeah, better with myself to create like a dope relationship. You can just make it up. You can say, I am good at this in this world. Yeah, I forgot about it because it's a utopia. Right? So, yeah, basically, I would be at that time good with myself and yeah. clean all the bullshit inside me so I could love somebody else as much as I love myself. Then there would unite and we'd have kids. I'd probably 
a one, uh, yeah, a boy and a girl. So you'd want to actually in this utopian world have oh, the two one, kids, two kids. Yeah, I'd yeah. have. I'll, oh, in the utopian world, I'd have the one where she would have like uh like she'd be dope, man. She like vo- like vulnerable as well, and just like and able to put up with my neuroses and my anxiety and just laugh at it, and then I'd be able to put up with whatever she had, and it just would make sense. Um, and then we'd have. We'd be able, yeah, it would just be laughing, a lot of laughing. I know everyone says that, but like, like you know, because you, you talk about meeting a girl and she's like, yeah, I like to laugh. And then you find out five months in, you're like, man, you're laughing is way different. <laughs> because that's yeah. such a broad thing to be like, I laugh too. You're like, man, you laugh at the dumbest shit. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, I want someone that where we match that way. So in the utopia world. Of I was life. on a date once with a girl and like nacho libre she didn't laugh the whole time until he farted and then she laughed too hard and i was like <laughs> i'm out of here <laughs> that's too much yeah that's she was like ah! <laughs> where's this when you realize someone is like i don't you know i ain't saying names but you realize someone's whack you date someone that has like whack humor and then yeah. like i remember dating somebody and then like my buddy was like uh uh, I was laughing. It's like first when we first were interacting, and then she goes to the bathroom, and then he like turned to me and he's like, "Stop!" Like we weren't looking at each other, mm-hmm. but we were looking forward. And he goes, "Stop, fucking fake laughing! I know you're fake laughing." That's and then, good. And then I'm like, "No, I'm not." And then, but it was too late. She had come sit down and continued on at that. And then, and you then caught yourself. months later, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I'm, I'm not really laughing. I'm uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm yeah, laughing yeah. at certain things, but I'm starting to realize certain things don't make me laugh. And then when that happens, when you start like bombing in, in between you and the girl, like who you're dating, like where you're like, oh, you don't think that's funny? And you're like, what do you do? You're like, I, like, you know, yeah. so you start to fall apart because yeah. you're such a strong you thing. Can't lie. can't lie. So in this utopia world, I'd probably a little bit be more, try to be more honest with myself off the top when I meet a girl in this utopia land. Yeah. That like, not, not that saying I'm fake, but it's like, if I don't. You know, to get over the fact that she's pretty and and I'm infatuated with that essence where to break it down to the essentials of like, oh, man, she actually does make me laugh. So I'd be better at that by the time I got to that utopia. Sounds like you're getting to that point already with how honest you are with comedy and who you are now. Well, I went through something that taught me that I can never go back to that. I'll never fake laugh. I'll never. Well, I learned something from the past without getting in, you know, without saying names that I was like, like, oh, I learned a lot of what not to do. So now I can see it. Big time. Because you're a romantic and you wanted to I fall wanted in love. I wanted to fall in love. You wanted it to be that love. Yeah. And so you lie to yourself a bit. And yeah, skewed it a bit. Like, been there, man. Yeah, I got caught up in the hype. With my so I man. like this is interesting because then you, you – the real you right now is telling everyone listening that you are romantic. You like yeah. to fall in love again. You like the dating and uh, all this stuff. But uh, in your perfect utopian world, you've got the perfect girl and you guys yeah. are having kids. Yeah. So you're not going to even do that kind of butterflies no. falling in love shit. You're just going to be. Uh, hopefully by then I'll I'll find that that by girl. Then, I like yeah, that. by when then. The <laughs> <laughs> it's only a few years away. <laughs> okay, this was good. So we, even though we didn't hit everything, we talked a lot and established so much good stuff. Like, um, you know, the environment is urban. You like that? Which I totally get. Only 500 people there, and they yeah. all mind their business. <laughs> Uh, yeah, tons of R&B, tons of hip-hop, but tons of, like, indie rock for different Vampire occasions. Weekend, we get them Vampire here. Weekend, Lucky Them. Uh, yeah, like, gangster movies, like, hip-hop gangster movies plus romantic comedies playing all the time. 
You're in a studio. The bathroom is beautiful. Yeah. You've got a basketball car, court. You've got a mic. Mic. Or maybe not a court, just a hoop with a place to with play. A, yeah, and then if you're bombing, they go play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And then the relationships, uh, just like everyone's kind of, well, you especially, you got your girl. And she's perfect. You guys are both honest. Honesty is huge. Yeah. I would say in, over utopian world. I just Mar- honest... I'd say over Dave Merhaj's utopian world, the theme of this is honesty. And me getting better at it. Like I wasn't. Sometimes what happens, especially in relationships, I get caught up, like I said. So I'm not 100%. Not that I'm like lying. 100% honest. And I'm getting better at that. And I think I'm, I've got to a place where I'm like, okay, I don't really like it's that. It's hard, so. though. I'm an honest dude, too. And do you ever find this, though? You feel like sometimes when you're being open and vulnerable to maybe the wrong person, they take that take advantage of that yeah so that's a weird thing too like you Especially gotta be watching yeah yeah it's like i i i've been there with i felt you know they like, use it against you later yeah or they might be manipulative and you just can't really you you i have a bad problem with what they think yeah fuck them that's what you kind of <laughs> like have to but what are you gonna yeah. do it's like i'm not gonna change how i treat people because somebody burned me that's something i never wanted to do right. i'm gonna that's stay a good the same attitude way. yeah Cool. Anything else you want to say? You want to wrap it up? Uh, there should be a Slurpee machine, I guess. Yeah, let's just do some fire Slurpee machine. Gotta be in Slurpee machine. <laughs> let's just do this. some like um, high socks, like with designs on them for sure. Oh, I didn't even go. Of course, I should have fucking talked to you about fashion. Yeah, there has to be man. Jordans a bit, like Chuck yeah. Taylors. Um, bring back velour suits. A lot, oh, of, yeah. a lot of velour suits. I had one. Do you have one? No, I had one. Oh, okay, see, that has to be there. Like a, a velour store has to be in the yeah. little boutique area. Um, I Snapbacks for sure, yeah. toques. Um, but the original Snapbacks, right? Like the starter era. Yeah, yeah, we're going there. Even Don't starter those... jackets. Yeah. It has those to be the sick. original. Yeah. yeah. There's some stores downtown that do fake, fake the funk with starter Snapbacks. Oh, okay. They, they, in Toronto. They, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. We don't want to say. We know. We know. We know the lie. I want it from yeah. like a guy who who shows up in a uh, brown brown box paper box. Yeah, he's like, look what I found. Yeah, yeah. That guy has yeah, to yeah. come. Like, oh man, like he has to be. Like, he's been one war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, what you say? One war. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> look at this. <laughs> the booty. If I, I've, if I, yeah. I've secured it. Yeah. And we're like, holy shit, like Utah Jazz. Yeah, the Utah Jazz, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Stockton might have sweat on it. That's yeah. Thing, like on Carl Malone. So. That's cool. Jordans, uh, original starter snapbacks, velour suits. Velour Basically, suits. you're talking about the golden era of hip-hop. Early yeah, and Cortez's. 90s. Remember Cortez's? I'd, I'd have night Cortez's. Yes. Too. And then Timberlands, I guess, because of what it like. Remember Ewing's? Oh, dude, I was trying to buy. I, I Yeah, man. Ewing's Champions and then yeah. LA Gears. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Too <laughs> I I think I had LA years. I had Fila's though. I don't know if they were big as like back then. I don't think a lot of people wore them. One they time got I a- had these slick British Knights, Ooh. and then this other kid that like just moved to my school from like a bad neighborhood had the same British Knights, and he was like, "Yo, if you were in my neighborhood and we had the same shoes, you'd get stabbed." <laughs> And I was so like, that, shit. That is first day of and then, school. <laughs> and then those shoes, because I was wearing them, they scared me. Something that scared me was on my feet uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> you were like a comic before. You were yeah. always a comic. You had that, you had that instinct. Yeah. Like, this is, yeah. I never had British Knights. That was around that. That was just a little bit before, like, Champion Ewings and Fila's blew up. Yeah, because then they were after. I remember, I remember that era. Yeah, I yeah. I remember that era very well. Yeah, we're around the same era, maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah. I had the feel. I had the feelers had a hole in them too after a while, but I kept them. My my oh, toes really? stick out, but I didn't care. I got the original Jordans uh, secondhand. Those were the only Jordans I ever had. It was too hard. It's too hard. My my grandma bought me my first Jordans when I was a kid. That's and then, very nice. And then the next year or a couple years after, my mom bought me like I threw a fit, like like basically like cheap shoes, and I start crying. I was being a bitch. Yeah. So it's like that's the power of Jordans. No, it's true. My yeah. mom bought me pumps one time, but they were like a shitty mall version of pumps. Oh, they were like white and green or something already what do you mean we said mall i'm like what <laughs> i know anyways that's good okay i'm glad we hit fashion there's that's just even the tip of the iceberg i'm sure we could have done a whole hour on that um that's it anything else you want to say wrap it up said i had a great time and um sometimes like i really wanted to do this podcast um i don't get like you know like a lot of people do podcasts but like um some they're garbage some of them man. and i don't have one so i don't want to be a p i'm being a piece yeah. of shit probably about it but like i really enjoy i heard about it and i wanted to do it and i asked yeah you know what i'm saying and i'm not afraid to i was glad you asked oh, cool. of course i want to get Everyone's cool you know, on, but... Do you think some people are like, I want someone to ask me to do a podcast? You know how people get on that tip in their head? And I'm like, I don't care anymore. I honestly don't. I'm like, if I like a podcast, I want to reach out. You know what, man? Like, a couple years ago, maybe a f- actually more than that, a few years ago now, superstar Nathan Fielder yeah. gave me the best advice. I never thought this way. He was like, um, you know, because he was, it was, this was at the time he was working with Dimitri Martin. Okay. So Dimitri was hanging out with Nathan in L.A. watching clips of Levi McDougal online. And Dimitri goes, do you think Levi would like to write on my show? And, like, you know, for us being in Toronto, that's our dream that someone in L.A. is like, come write for this comedy show. But Dimitri doesn't think that way. He just thinks Levi is funny and he's doing his thing. So do you think he'd want to work on the show? And, And Nathan, of course, is like... Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Great impression. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so Nathan said after that, he's like, no, like p- even people think you're funny, you're doing great stuff. They don't know that you want things. You have to tell them. Yeah, you have to tell the people what you want. And it's it's like and I just don't like that 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 mentality. Like I I don't know, man. I do I, my mind. Uh, that's that is very very great. Like yeah. that he, but that's that's also why probably he's in the position he's in. He's a gentleman. Yeah, like you know, what I'm saying there's that there's a there's a good. It, it seems but he like also goes and tells people what he wants. What he wants, but yeah. he's like not carrying it in like uh, he like that person would you know like you know when people have that arrogance like of course he would want to write for me yeah. like he had a, a very humbling um, approach. Oh, Dimitri, yeah, man, yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. To, like you know, would he like like asking him like you know when it's a great opportunity? Like yeah, I, yeah. I thought that was that's a very uh, cool story. Yeah, so, totally, it's cool. Say what you want, guys. Now all these uh, awesome comedians are going to say, hey, Chris, can I do your podcast? Because <laughs> <laughs> Dave broke the ice. Yeah, yeah you should want to do it. It's aw- And it's different, and I had a great time. Thanks. Stuff. Thanks. Like, yeah. I'm really glad you did it, and I had a great time too. And anything you want to promote? This will come out probably tomorrow, Thursday, November 27th or whatever it is. Uh, oh, I'm doing a show at the Comedy Bar, 11 o'clock. Uh, Thursday? No, I think Saturday. Oh no, you got your your show. Yeah, on Saturday. so this is great. It'll be perfect time. Oh, wicked! Yeah, it's at. I'll Lemon. promote it when I pr- promote it on awesome. the podcast. You can get on. It's a comedybar.ca, and you can get uh, advanced tickets that are cheaper. Dave and be, friends. Dave, Dave and friends. No, November what? Twenty ninth, a Saturday at yeah, eleven o'clock, bar. At and, night. and tons of awesome people on it. People are coming through. They come hang out. If you come through, you know what I'm saying. Like uh, I'm going to try to get as many people as I can on to an hour, hour and a half show. Sweet, you know. 
Sounds awesome. We might be drinking. Who knows? We might keep it safe and have kale. You might make out on a couch. I might make out on a couch. If there's a lovely lady out there that wants to come make out with me, bring it. <laughs> so creepy. No, that's wicked. Let's end it there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks. Say bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone. That was Dave Merhaj. Dave, thanks so much again for coming on and uh, and having fun. And you guys, if you're listening to this when this comes out, which is going to be Wednesday, November 26th, his show is this Saturday at the Comedy Bar that we were talking about on the 29th. Go and check that out. So many good comedians are on it, and then you'll get to see Dave uh, do his thing as well. Also, follow him at Dave Merhaj on Twitter to get all his updates at Dave, M-E-R-H-E-J-E, on Twitter, Dave Merhaj. And, uh, yeah, tweet at him and be like, man, your utopian world seems cool, man. I hope you find that girl and all that stuff. I'm Chris Locke, at Chris Locke Fun. Also follow at Utopia to me. Keep tweeting about us. We're getting some nice tweets. Thank you very much. Tweet at me. Let me know how to deal with my cat Bernadette because she's such a nuisance. Also, um, go on iTunes and hit me with those stars. Give me Review this thing, man. Say something nice. Say something mean if you want. Don't say something mean. Say something nice. But yeah, that was episode 15, and we keep trucking along. You guys are awesome. Thanks so much for listening, and enjoy your life. The planet is cool. Thank you.